0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: The Fan Hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh-trusted plumbing and HVAC provider. For over 50 years on that fan hotline joining us right now is our sports director Jeff Hathorn. Jeff, good morning, pal. How are you? Happy playoffs, boys. Uh, Happy playoffs. Jeff, isn't it a wonderful thing that we can talk about football today instead of what the football team's going to do like 9 months from yes. now?
1: Yes. Yes, and that's especially what this week is for. It's not for figuring out things in the future. It's trying to figure out how to beat Buffalo without
2: your best player. So who's going to be the starting quarterback in 2020? I'm just kidding. So what should the Steelers' game plan be from a defensive standpoint, Jeff, without T.J. Watt? And I assume, right, that Minka Fitzpatrick should be back.
1: Yeah, so let's go into that assumption. And you get KZ back. Um, You know, what you have to do is hope that getting Marcus Golden, that Nick Herbig as a rookie are going to be what you need them to be. That's why you added depth pieces. Um, not for this exact scenario, but for a scenario when TJ or Alex uh, weren't going to be in there, even if it was only for a few snaps, they've shown some things. Uh, Neither of them obviously is TJ Watt, but if they can provide enough pressure enough where their teammates can trust them. So everybody else does their own job and doesn't feel like they have to do TJ's job. And if they could just hold their own, that's what you expect from them. And then, you know, you're going to need some linebackers to cover tight ends. I mean, there's, it's a, it can be a dynamic um, Buffalo offense, but there's also some risk involved, and I think that's if you're a Steeler fan, you hope maybe you could take advantage of a risky play here or there.
3: So, Jeff, so with with Minka possibly and probably being back, and KZ being back, do you assume that they're going to move Patrick Peterson back to the outside, or is he going to be a, a special package type of guy?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I, I think. Probably because they've yeah. had some success on the outside, it, you're going to see him more as a special package guy. And I think, you know, there is a place because of his tackling and because Buffalo has good tight ends, you know, where you could see Eric Rowe, I don't know about in the box, but at least covering tight ends in that type of position. But the thing, thing is, you know, if you if you're going to run nickel or dime or special packages, those safeties have to be able to tackle. Rowe actually tackles better than Peterson, even though Peterson has the experience. Uh, the other thing that we'll have to see as the week plays out, and we'll hear what Tomlin says today at noon, if Minka is back, is there any pitch count? Um, is there any you know, concern from that aspect? So if that's the case, there's going to just be a multitude of different players and the secondary communication is going to be at a premium. Jeff, I'm going to play you an
2: Andrew Filipponi clip, and then I wonder if you agree, okay? Okay. I'm, I'm in an acceptance stage where I don't think they're going to play a particularly close game, and I'm okay with that. Do you think that the Steelers are going to get blown out in this one, Jeff? And if they do, do you think most people will view it the way the Pony does? Ah, you didn't have Watt, so you get blown out. No big deal.
1: I, I'm not as accepting as the fact that this is going to be a blowout. I'm not. I mean, Steelers are playing well. They're running the ball well. Um while Buffalo's defense has improved, they've gotten some guys back healthier. I, I, maybe I'm getting sucked into a three-game winning streak, um, but I, I just don't see that. You get Casey and, and make it back, I think they can do some things defensively, and if if they're able to run the ball and hold on to the ball and have time of possession, and even at, if you can have six, seven, eight play drives that, you can pin them deep or as deep as Harvin can get you. Um, I think that could be effective too. I And, you know, I remember that game a couple years ago where Miles Killebrew had to block punt. If those type of special things happen, uh, I think it could be a, a, a tight game and and maybe the Steelers would have a chance.
3: Jeff, what do you anticipate their approach being on offense? you think they should get aggressive and try to attack the back end of, of Buffalo, knowing that, uh, you know, Dane Jackson might be starting and now their top corner is out uh, I'm not sure if he's out for real. Like, you know, he was out of the game last week, got hurt. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if he's playing or not. But do you think that the approach on offense and Mason Rudolph should be running the football, holding the football, ground and pound, and keeping the ball out of Josh Allen's hands? Or do you think they should should get aggressive and attack them and score some points? Well, let's assume it's not weather
1: like we saw in, in Baltimore. Yeah. And let's assume it's it's cold, but it's it's playable and, and you can do things in it. The wind isn't crazy. If that's the case, I, I think you want to see what, what you have seen is, yeah, run the ball, but you've also got to take some calculated risk because this is a game where you probably expect, like, you've got to score in the mid to high 20s to yeah. win. So you've got to be able – and I, I think that's what's helped open up this run game is the threat of George downfield. It's a threat of Deontay downfield that the Steelers can hit a big play on you if you put too many in the box. So I, I would hate to see them – Lose their scared money or or go back to scared money uh, and and play more with house money, like just go for it, but not to the point where you're sending four receivers out there and you're and you're starting to do you know a bunch of goofy things, like stick to your base, but don't be afraid to take chances. That's why you've had the success. Three long touchdown passes have helped you open up the field. you can't now all of a sudden.
4: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Jeff Hathorne joining us here on the Fan Morning Show. A couple of national reports. Jay Glazer, Adam Schefter suggesting that maybe Mike Tomlin just takes a year off, takes some time off after this season or in the near future. You buying that?
1: Not yet, not yet. I mean, there is something, I mean, even from training camp when Tomlin said that he wasn't worried about his contract, that he's already coached more games, uh, you know, in, in his career than he will going forward. Um, that was kind of weird that, you know, he's in a good place. But I'm not ready to say yet. I mean, this guy, you see him at practice. I mean, he loves his stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's his life. He doesn't golf. I mean I'm not saying he has no other interests, and it would be cool probably for him to go watch his his daughter in gymnastics meets, but those don't start till january um so depending on when the season's over, he would have opportunities to go down there and still be the head coach um so i, I just don't you know and his youngest son is is i believe that was his this was his past this past year was his last year so i i just don't see I just don't see that right now. Could that change? Yeah, is he seem a little different? Maybe, but I'm I, again the joy he has for coaching this game um, is so huge. I I just don't see him as a studio guy, or and, and I know nece- that doesn't necessarily mean he would go into TV. I just I don't know what he would do with himself. Yeah.
3: Jeff, is this a make-or-break game for Sean McDermott? And what I'm saying, if they lose this game, if Buffalo loses, do you think that they think about moving on from Sean McDermott up in Buffalo?
1: I do, and I was talking to somebody up there the other day and said, you know, we've got this generational quarterback, and we had one once before, and we couldn't get it done. And you like to think that everything starts fresh, but the fan base, it doesn't start that way. So they're thinking, are we going to go through another quarterback and win nothing, not get that golden ring, not win that Super Bowl finally? Um, yeah. I mean, if they – when you think about it from their perspective, they win five straight. They get up to the two seed. They're going to have all home games, you know, unless they have to face Baltimore. And they would lose to Mason Rudolph. I mean, that, he told me, he's like, that seat immediately – the, the pilot light comes on on that seat.
2: Well, I was kind of thinking about it from from this angle last night, Jeff. Like, wouldn't it be nice if the Steelers could dish out somebody's Tebow loss? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that would be so—I feel like if Mason Rudolph were to beat Buffalo, I think that's the universe kind of getting even. But we know that's not uh, the George way it works. George Pickens slant. He outruns <laughs> That was the, anniversary the yesterday, end right? zone. It was. That's oh. what I was thinking about. Oh, man. Oh, wouldn't that, that be, would be something— Rasul Douglas misses amazing. the tackle. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thank you for your time as always, man. We're gonna we're gonna talk again about a football game on Thursday. Yes, enjoy this week. I mean, seriously, enjoy this week. This is this is fun stuff. You too, man. Thanks a lot. Right, we'll talk you to guys. you next week. Uh, we'll talk to you on Thursday. That's Jeff Hathorn, our sports director. Yeah, I mean, there is a ton of pressure on McDermott. Yeah. Because it's not, like you said, it's not just about now. It's about four straight Super Bowl appearances and missing kicks and losing games and never getting to have that parade. And it's about 13 seconds against Kansas City. It all gets folded in there.
3: Whenever you invest so much money into a quarterback uh, and you don't win, and that's whenever it's like, okay, it's time to move in a different direction. you obviously seen it this year with Brandon Staley. You invest money into a quarterback, you don't, it doesn't transpire into wins, and then there, you can't point the finger at the quarterback. You know, you, you, you're not going to be like, "Well, it's the quarterback's fault." No, it's yeah, let's gonna... cut the 200 yeah. plus million dollar yeah. guy. Yeah. Whenever, that, whenever that's the case, your job is always on the line. And, and just like Jeff said, that he was talking to somebody up in Buffalo, if you lose to Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. at home as the second seed, yeah, that that seed's going to be hot.
2: It would be a worse loss than the Tebow loss, at least from point spread. Definitely, the Steelers were an eight point favorite going into that game. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. 10-point favorite right now, the Buffalo Bills. 10-point favorite. Coming up next, a philosophical question. It relates to Michigan. I just saw this pop onto my timeline, Doran. (laughs) The New York Post is famous for their witty headlines. And because John Harbaugh and the cheating Michigan Wolverines won the national championship last night. Jim. I knew I was going to do that. Jim Harbaugh. Wins the national championship last night. The headline reads Taint no one better. Because you know it's a tainted championship. <laughs> Do they know that the taint also refers to the area between your you know what and your you know what? Cause I feel like they I feel like they screwed the headline up just a little to, bit. Just a tad. A little bit. Just a tad. Taint. Fan Twitters brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. You can text us, 412-928-9370. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. You don't want to read the New York Post? You know what you can read? The P.J. Fitzpatrick Home Improvement Eye Opener with Chris Mack. So check that out right now on 937thefan.com. And right now, it's an Austin Bechtold fan headline. Michigan did indeed win the national championship 34- 13 against Washington. Wolverines ran for over 300 yards in the victory. Penguins won against the Flyers in Philadelphia, 4 to1 pit basketball today at home nine o'clock tip off against number 11. Duke. Our coverage on the Fan begins at 830. For more, go to 937thefan.com.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, whether you love true crime or comedy